Hello, welcome to Soul Sugar, a community of blooming soul seekers, like sugar for your soul. I'm Carrie Rad, and today we have the first episode of Soul Sugar Podcast ever. I am beyond excited for this right now. I'm imagining confetti just being thrown up in the air in front of me. That's not actually happening, but I'm imagining that right now. You guys have been asking for a podcast for me for quite a while now, so I'm just really excited to be sitting here right now recording our first episode. I get comments from you guys quite regularly telling me, hey Carrie, I don't need to necessarily watch all of your videos to understand the message that you are giving us. A lot of you just press play on my video and you'll play it while you're in the car on your way to work or when you're relaxing in the bathtub, you'll listen to it with headphones on. And that really makes sense to me because I know that a lot of my videos are just me talking to you guys and you can totally get what you need or want out of it without having to actually watch it. So that's another reason where I just kind of went, why am I not doing a podcast? This makes a lot of sense. I talk a lot, so a podcast makes sense for me. So how is Soul Sugar Podcast going to work? This podcast will come out every single week for you guys and will also be recorded in seasons. So each season you'll get a new batch of episodes. I will sometimes have guests on the podcast, guests that are experts in certain topics that we mention, but sometimes it'll just be me and you. You guys, my listeners, are going to send in questions for me to give the best advice I possibly can. I started my YouTube channel January 7th of 2014. I create content about self-love, self-growth, We talk a lot about life's challenges and how to overcome them the best that we can. And on this podcast, I'm going to read questions from you guys and try my very best to give you some great advice. So why am I giving you guys advice? I'm a 30-year-old woman, and I can honestly say that I've been through some things, some stuff in my life. And... I've come out on the other side for now until I go through something else, but I'm going to share with you guys what I've experienced in life so far when I am answering your questions because I think the best way for me to give you guys the best advice I can is to share with you guys some of my experiences because that's how we learn and that's how we grow. So if you hear me telling you guys a story about my past, That is so that I can dissect what I learned from those experiences and share them with you guys. One of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I wanted to dig a little bit deeper with you guys, to be vulnerable as I can be, and to just have some really deep and meaningful conversations. And for some reason, not being filmed on camera really helps me be a bit more vulnerable. So here we go. I got the best emails from all of you with such wonderful questions. They are heartfelt, honest, and raw, and I'm so excited to get into all of the juiciness. I already have some brilliant ones that I picked out that are going to be so fun to jump into. For today, I picked a question that I thought was a perfect conversation to kick off this podcast. I feel like it'll set a good precedent for the podcast in general. 
Today, we're talking about failing at my journey with self-care. Hi, Carrie. At last, you are doing a podcast. This is amazing news. Huge congratulations, and I can't wait to hear what amazing things you have coming up. My question for you is, like you, I have a huge passion for self-care and self-growth. And as brilliant as a passion that is to have, I find that I often struggle when I go against things that promote self-love. For example, a big part of self-love is accepting your body as you are and loving the skin that you are in. I've almost went too far and now when I wear makeup, I feel bad about myself as I'm covering up my skin. This makes me feel like I am ashamed of something that I have to be hiding behind makeup or makes me feel like I'm lacking in confidence. Another example is that a big part of self-care in the modern world is a digital detox and limiting the amount of social media we use. Now when I use Instagram, I beat myself up about it and I feel like I'm failing at my journey in self-care as I can't go a day without looking at my phone. I know that thinking these things goes against the whole premise of self-love, but I wondered how would you suggest tackling these feelings or if you've ever experienced them yourself? Thank you for being such a beautiful soul in the world and for promoting such a positive message. You are a wonderful human being. Thanks, Ellen. Thank you for the sweet love at the end. I appreciate it a lot. And I totally feel you, girl. Like, I feel you, Ellen. Like, reading this sounds like my brain. I feel like we are kindred spirits. So, Ellen, yes, I have experienced this before. And I do have some advice for you because it's something I've dealt with myself. I really love the uniqueness of this question. This is something I haven't talked about in the self-care space before, which is quite hard to believe because I have talked a lot about self-care and self-love. You and I both overanalyze the crap out of ourselves, which introspection is great. And trying to be the best version of yourself is excellent. But when we go too far to the point where We're just judging ourselves on the daily. That's when you're right, like you said in your question, it's the opposite of what self-love is all about. The journey to self-love and personal growth cannot begin with you picking yourself apart and judging yourself entirely. Keep pieces of that in your existence because analyzing ourselves and understanding ourselves and knowing how to be a better person and knowing what to do to become a better person is really great. One of the reasons why I felt so drawn to this question is because I create content on my YouTube channel where I talk about things that you can do to live your best life and habits to make your day better and make you a better person and and all of those things. And, And knowing these things are great and obviously the habits that I give you guys are all really you know great things to live by but I also really wanted to make sure that you guys know that I'm not perfect every single day and that I don't stay off my phone all day long and that I'm not like makeup free every day feeling flawless and that it's not 
I don't wake up in the morning absolutely loving myself every single day and that I have no insecurities and that I'm not living every day in a fairy tale land of perfect self-love and self-care habits. It's just not the case. And I think that this is important for you guys to know because that's not achievable and obtainable and it's also not what we're trying to do here. We want to be gentle with ourselves and we want to give ourselves lazy days. I share these habits with you guys because they're practices and they're things that you can implement into your life when you can, but you don't have to be perfect at it. Having goals and questioning yourself can sometimes be really beneficial and is oftentimes what helps us with self-growth and becoming the best version of ourselves. But when we are just too hard on ourselves, that we're just living in a constant state of judgment, it can end up being a really unhealthy relationship with ourselves. One thing I noticed in your email is that you have a definition of what self-care and self-love looks like to you. So being off your phone, not wearing makeup are some of the things that you mentioned. I think that you need to let go of your expectations when it comes to those things because what is self-care to one person is not the same to another. It's what makes you feel good and what's important to you. And if those are the things that are important to you, that's fine. But don't be so hard on yourselves when you don't achieve it. You mentioned not being on your phone and you specifically said, I can't go a day without being on my phone. Girl, welcome to the 21st century. We're all on our phones every single day, at least once. But I don't know what the statistics are, but I'm sure it is quite high. Most people are on their phones more than once during the day. It's great that you're trying to not be on your phone as much because gosh, we are all so addicted to our phones. It's ridiculous. It feels like your rules are just too strict on yourself. And you're probably just living in this constant state of shame because you can't keep up with your own expectations that you put on yourself. Our society already puts so much expectations on everyone so the least we could do for ourselves is to kind of like give ourselves a break sometimes you also mentioned makeup and how you struggle with putting makeup on your face because you feel ashamed that you feel like you might be hiding behind makeup or that you may feel like maybe you're lacking in confidence because you're putting makeup on your face. And I think it's important for you to dissect that a little bit more and try to understand, is it because you feel like you can't go out in public without makeup on? Or do you just feel like the act of covering something up is you lacking in confidence? So dissecting those two things and really coming to understand what exactly it is, is important. And if you do feel like it's just as simple as the act of putting makeup on your face makes you feel like you're trying to hide something, then you got to let go of that mindset because putting makeup on doesn't mean we're ashamed of ourselves. I put makeup on my face because 
I want to enhance certain things about myself. And I've gotten to a place where I can play with makeup as opposed to feeling like I have to wear it. If you feel like you have to wear makeup to leave your house, then I do feel like and understand more so where you're coming from, where you feel guilty about it because you feel like this isn't self-love. I feel like I can't go out of my house without makeup on, but I want to show who I am to the world. And I think that just the act of doing it is going to totally change your perspective. And that's what I started doing. I started just leaving the house without makeup and showing my face to the world and realizing that nobody really cares nor does anybody really notice and if they do then that's on them and at the end of the day you're showing your true self to the world and you're learning to overcome this block that you might have with you in the outside world. I've been thinking a lot about the word need versus the word want and I think that that really comes into play here when we're talking about makeup. You don't need makeup but sometimes you want it. And looking at makeup that way when you're applying it is really going to help you move forward past this feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm trying to hide something. You're not trying to hide anything. You're wearing makeup because you like it and because it's fun. And you just have to tell yourself that. It's words of affirmation. It's words of encouragement. It's putting positive thoughts out into the world so that they come back to you. And if you keep telling yourself these things as you're applying your makeup, words of affirmation, I don't need this, I only want it, this is fun, I'm playing with it, that's going to end up being entirely true. I'm a strong believer of mantras and manifestation and visualization. And if you keep telling yourself these things, it's positive self-talk and we all have to do it, especially in the morning when we're applying our makeup so that we know that this isn't this isn't anything to be ashamed of. This is us just being what we want to be and playing and being creative and adding eyeliner here or leaving mascara off here or doing a bold lip and just making it a playful experience as opposed to something we feel like we have to do. Don't beat yourself up about it. Take care of yourself the best that you can. Be kind to yourself as much as you can. Try to be more gentle. Don't give yourself so many expectations. And try to loosen up your definition of what self-care and self-love looks like to you. Thank you so much, Ellen, for sending in this brilliant question. And I hope that this question and this conversation can really set a tone for the rest of the series and all of the episodes of this podcast because I want us all to be gentle with ourselves. I want us all to not judge ourselves and not judge others and to just really open up our mind to all of the possibilities without having specific definitions of these things that we feel and these expectations that we have for ourselves and for others. I want us to just take a deep breath and just kind of like go with the flow and feel it and do what feels right and don't do what doesn't. That leads me into a question that I have for you guys. 
I was thinking it would be really cool to do a 30 second little relaxation period at the beginning or at the end of each episode where we just take a moment to think about things that make us feel good, make us happy, things that we feel grateful for. And I just feel like it would be a really great way to start your morning or your evening whenever you're listening to this. And I want to know what you guys think about that. I'm going to do it right now at the end of this episode to leave us just feeling good and refreshed and please come talk to me at soul sugar podcast on instagram dm me or write in the comments of one of my posts and let me know if you guys liked it and what you think about it and if you think it should be at the top of the episode or at the end of the episode because what you think about it matters to me because I wouldn't be here without any of you guys so I really want to hear your feedback and I will make changes accordingly. So think about something right now that makes you feel good, makes you happy, or that you feel grateful for today. That is it for today's episode. Thank you, Ellen, for sending in your question. And thank you to all of you for tuning in. Just so you guys know, it is not too late to send in more questions. We'd love to hear from all of you. So please do so at soulsugarpodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, come keep up with us on Instagram at soulsugarpodcast. I'll see you in the next episode. It's a date.